Welcome to Scrunchy Time. I'm Nicole Hegstead, your fertility advocate. After six years of infertility and three miscarriages, I decided that I needed to become the advocate for my own body. If you're exhausted from struggling to get pregnant and want to know more about how I can help, check out my website at www.nicolehegstead.com. And I'm Bridget May, your children's health expert. My son was born with a heart condition that led to three open heart surgeries, cath labs, a tracheostomy, and a ventilator. After being fed up with mixed opinions, I became my children's own advocate. If your child's health is lacking, then check out my website at www.bridgetmay.com to find out more how I can help. Put your hair up and pay attention while we discuss today's hottest topics concerning female hormones and healthy kiddos. We aren't silky. We aren't crunchy. We're We're scrunchy. Hello and welcome back to Scrunchy Time. So since this episode is airing on the final day of the year, which is just movie perfecto, <laughs> the Enneagram one, I really enjoy the fact that this episode is going to play at the perfect end of the year, the perfect wrap-up session. So since uh, we're, we're airing on the last day of the year, we decided to do an episode where we go through and talk about everything that happened in 2019 and what all of our goals are for 2020 and just kind of share some mindset things and what's been going on over here. And you know <laughs> what's been going on over here because you've been listening to our podcast for a year, but um, just going back and filling in some of the gaps and stuff like that, it'll be really fun. Yeah. Kind of like a recap and reflection thoughts and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I'll go ahead and kick it off. So we started, um, a year ago, we were pregnant. We went into 2019 expecting to have a baby by now. And, um, we obviously don't. So we had a miscarriage along the way, um, which was struggling. It was, it was troublesome. It was, it was a difficult one. Uh, probably the hardest miscarriage we've been through with, um, my first three, we were, we didn't know that we were pregnant at the time. We'd had little clues like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe we're pregnant. And, and then we'd get negative pregnancy tests and all of that. And, um, then we'd have a miscarriage and, um, which makes sense because obviously the hormones weren't high enough to carry the baby to term itself, all of that. Um, with this one, we knew we were pregnant. There were a lot more symptoms going on. There was just a lot more to the story there. Um, and so we were actually excited. We were actually, we actually announced it, not this Thanksgiving in 2019, but Thanksgiving, 2018, we announced it to my husband's side of the family and we were super excited. It was like, I'm going to have a baby. And yeah, so that was hard. That was hard to go through a miscarriage that you're actually looking forward to happy stuff and all of that. And, um, it led to me taking the summer off from a lot of podcasts. We stopped doing podcasts through the summer um, stopped. Uh, I, I chilled out on a lot of my social media posts, um, because I was grieving and I just really needed to focus on mm-hmm. my emotions and getting my mindset in order. And, um, I obviously had clients through the spring and summer, um, finished coaching, excuse me, finished co- coaching with each of them. Um, and all of them got pregnant and carried a term, which was beautiful and amazing. I had three clients last year that had babies And, um, I just was extremely blessed to be in their lives and a part of their journey and to help them fix their infertility issues. 
Um, a couple of them had been trying for a couple of years. Uh, one of them had been trying for multiple years and then one was just starting and, and it was really cool to see the, the influx of all the different dynamics being played there. And just such a huge blessing to see yeah. three brand new babies come out of this year for me that I got to actually be a part of and, and enjoy the process with. So that was really fun. Um, but yeah, again, I just, I took the summer off, wanted to, um, I wanted to be sure that I was in the right place before I took on any new clients so that I could support them in their journey. And it's, you know, it's really hard to be dealing with grief yourself and then to try and help someone else through infertility or miscarriages and things mm -hmm. like that. It's just such a struggle. Mm -hmm. So um, the best part is this, this pregnancy obviously uh, was a stronger pregnancy. If, if you could rate it that way. Um, I obviously believe if you're pregnant, you're pregnant and a baby is a baby. But um, I, again, the pregnancy was, was super healthy until we did lose the baby. And so that part was really good that I'm, I'm, my body is starting to fix itself and starting to, to figure out what's going on there. Yeah. And, all that mm -hmm. um, and then late, late summer, gosh, I want to say like August, September-ish, my husband and I decided to actually start preventing pregnancy um, for us because he was dealing with some emotional things through the miscarriages and, and trying to heal through that. And of course I was, um, but the biggest thing is my body. You know, I've had four miscarriages now in six years and that's a big toll. If I'd had four babies in six years, people would be saying, you should probably take a break and let your body rest. <laughs> but because it's miscarriages, nobody knows that, you know, like people don't look at the physical manifestation yep. of that. It's, and so it just hit me that, uh, I, my body needs to rest. My body needs to heal and regroup from this. And so we are planning to postpone or prevent pregnancy for at least the next two years, get my body back in sync, get my, uh, cycles back in sync. They're all out of whack after the miscarriage. And, um, and since this is a TMI podcast and I obviously coach in this area, we aren't doing any hormonal birth control or anything like that because that crap does not belong in anyone's body ever. Um, so we're, we're using condoms because my, again, my cycle is all over the place. Um, I can't, I can't really temp and like track my cycles right now. And I personally for my body do not trust the pull-up method. Um, I know that it works for a lot of people um, and I'm not doubting that on any, on any world, in any universe. Mm -hmm. um, it works for some people and it doesn't work for others. And I've never tested it enough to know whether it works for me. And so I would just prefer for me to know without a shadow of a doubt, I'm not pregnant, I can't be pregnant because we're using condoms. Well, even to deal with though, like to just add to deal with the struggle of temping, like yeah, to just even deal with that right now in the position you're in could cause you more stress as well. Like, because then every day you have to think about right. the possibility of getting pregnant or not, you know, right. by tempting. And right. that's not healthy either right now for you. Absolutely. I totally agree. So yeah, it's been it's been really good just to be like, nope, I'm not pregnant and, and mm -hmm. just walk away from that. So, um, and the peace that's come with that, there's been so much overwhelming peace. You have no idea, like seven years, you know, we've been at this for seven years now and just 
the constant, oh, is that a pregnancy symptom? Oh, I could be pregnant. Oh, we better get a pregnancy test. Oh, can't drink alcohol because you might be pregnant. You know, all the things that go on in your head. And it's just like, it's, that's all gone for right now. And I'm just in a season and I'm here to peacefully support and coach other women on how to get pregnant and how to fix their journeys and how to fix their infertility as I do the same in mine. And I'm, I'm just really excited for that to be able to be like, I'm here for you and all my emotional baggage is on the back burner and I don't have to put anything of mine through a sieve. I am completely here for my clients. And that has been something that's just extremely beneficial to be able to actually hold space for clients and actually be able to, to be present has been amazing, amazing, amazing. So that's really my big goals for the next year is to continue coaching, obviously continue, um, with this podcast, um, social media posts, just be present for all of the people following me as well as, uh, my clients who are coaching with me one-on-one, um, which I do have openings in January. If anybody's interested, there are, there are openings for, for coaching. Um, but then I also have a, a couple, like couple of books I want to write. That sounds really ambitious, doesn't it? For this next year, I have a couple of books. Uh, I, I do. I have uh, a couple of different books and some of them will be easier to write than others. And so that's why I, I sound super ambitious, ambitious with writing multiples. Well, and you also have like a really good first draft for one of them. I've read it and it's amazing. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that one. Um, so yeah, so look for that. Uh, I'm sure we'll we'll probably have a podcast episode on it when it's actually oh, yeah. published and out. So you'll hear about it more as the year unfolds. But um, yeah, that has been something that has also come out of this last year that's been extremely enjoyable is I've started getting into writing again um, as a means of escape, actually, from some of the, the grief that I was dealing through. Um, and it's something I haven't done since I was in my teen years because you know how you have those hobbies when you're in your teens and then you graduate and you go to college and you get a job and pretty soon you look back 10 years later and you're like, I used to really enjoy that. Why, why did I stop doing that? And you bring it back into your life and it's like, oh, wow, my 30s are going to be awesome. Yep. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. So, um, so yeah, just getting back into writing. And like I said, we've got, I've got several books that I'm hoping to get done this year. And um, yeah, just really looking forward to a productive year where I get to focus on my business and helping, helping the women that I'm able to influence. And it's going to be, it's going to be really good. So it is, it's going to 2020 is hopefully going to be a good year. Like we've kind of said that now for the last like what, four or five years. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. And for those of you who know either one of our stories of anything, every year has kind of just been like, wait, what, what was that? I, I don't know, you know, and I mean, just nothing of what we plan at all <laughs> in any capacity, like ever dreamed would happen. <laughs> and like, I think that's, I think that's for everyone, and especially this year, like it's really hit home with everyone. Like, okay, this has got to stop. Like down to everything. Like, I mean, down to, I don't know, just down to every little nitpicky thing goes wrong and we don't have the time or space to hold for that for the daily life and that's I think that's really the focus of everyone is to just like okay minimal this is what we're just gonna survive and it's gonna be beautiful like life itself is beautiful and um 
that's kind of we were joking before we got on here about like do we really want to announce our goals i mean they never really happen <laughs> especially for me <laughs> you know i'll get to my story in a minute but like that's the way it's been is like we say oh i'm gonna do this and literally like the next day well that's not gonna happen <laughs> it's been a crazy roller coaster so yeah not planning too far in the future and just like just with everything like you've been through and gone through and you're healing from, like you've lost a child this year, you know, and not that any of your other miscarriages are any less significant, but you know, you knew this baby more, you were connected more, you had more time with it and um, with it, with him or her. And um, you know, there's a much greater bond there. And you know, for anyone who would lose a loved one, a husband, a grandparent, whatever, who was close to them, you know, it doesn't just end tomorrow, you know, right. and it's just so beautiful that you're taking that time and space for your feelings and to grieve and to just heal from it so that you can move on and be a better person for it, you know? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yes. It's going to be good. Yes. yes. So, yeah. And I agree. I feel like for the last, gosh, like you said, four or five years, it's been like, all right, new year, new me, <laughs> new, new life, all the things. And in the back of my head, it's been like, yeah, but you're not really done yet. <laughs> and this year, I'm not getting that. I feel like it's like, nope, this is a new you. Like, this is a new decade. This is, I also turned 30 in November. I don't remember if I've said that on the podcast yet, but I am so stinking excited to be 30. I am like, I know most people like freak out. And for me, I am just like, the 20s are done. I went and found myself. I cut out all the toxic people in my life. And now I get to be me. And it's like all fresh with no mistakes in it yet. I mean, <laughs> I've got too much. This is the Enneagram One talking, guys. The Enneagram One is talking. <laughs> I you live. No, but like, it's just, I don't know. I feel like the 2020s are going to be awesome. And I mean, we get to live in the 20s. How cool is it to say that? I know, right? I feel like somebody needs to throw, I'm sure somebody is somewhere, but you could invite us. <laughs> throwing a roaring 20s party like I come <laughs> somebody was talking about that on the radio the other day they were saying I just feel weird to say that we we lived in the teens so the way they were they saying that the tens they called it the tens instead of the teens to oh, differentiate fun. between and then they were like but now we're in the 20s and like so yeah <laughs> it was just funny it was like we can't come up with a new name for every decade guys <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah it does feel weird though because you think like oh we're supposed to be wearing a bunch of flapper dresses or something right. you know which right. i would not be opposed to just saying <laughs> you have the body style for it i, I do i would look horrible and, can we go back to the 1860s because that's the one for my body style <laughs> hoop skirts work for me <laughs> yeah i would totally dig flappers and like 50s dresses oh my gosh i'd die you would do, yeah they would fit you really well yes. yeah Okay, we're digressing into yeah. Well, fashion. Oh, wait, we're really fast. Yeah. So let's let's hear about your year. <clears throat> so yeah, so crazy year. So I kind of started off the year. I mean, for those, I'm sure I've said it. You know, like my year ended last year with my divorce being finalized and all of that. So um, that was like a huge relief to me. I mean, we had been separated and all those things, but like it was finally done you know, and we were safe. My kids were safe. He, for those of you that don't know, he um, professed being a pedophile basically. And 
all these kinds of things. So, you know, officially, legally, my kids were mine, like all those things were into place. So I kind of had that feeling of like, whoa, sweet, we're starting the new year off with that. Um, so that was like the best Christmas present ever. And then, so I, at the time was not living where I wanted to. So I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> things are done. Things are finalized. I can go do whatever I want. So I kind of like in the whole health coaching direction I was headed at the time, um, we were looking at laws and stuff in Michigan was like number one for really good stuff. And I'm like, yep, let's go. So we booked an Airbnb for three months and there we went. So <laughs> it was an amazing time. Like I'm super nostalgic about it right now, actually, because this is when we were getting ready to leave. And it's kind of interesting, Fritz, my son is too. I don't know if it's the snow, the weather, what's triggering that, but he's constantly, mom, I want to go back to the water house because we were right on Lake Michigan and stuff. So this, it was a really good time for us. I think it was a really good time of healing and just refresh. And we met a lot of great people and just, it's a great family community um, where we were and we just, we just had a blast. And so um, we did that. And at the time I started getting on a kick of being outside and like, we need to be outside. I bought moccasins for my kids, you know, all these things were starting to come into play. And um, so in that time in Michigan, and Michigan is a great outdoor state. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that, but they very much promote being outside and all of that. So that kind of fueled that fire a little bit. They have a lot of state parks and stuff like that. Um, so we decided to buy a camper <laughs> to pull behind my little Subaru. So yes, it was a six, by, it's a six by eight camper and we were going to live outside all summer long. So, um, that was our next adventure. And, um, we just, we're going to come see Nicole, um, cause she was pregnant at the time and all of that and just be with her for a while and never go to Minnesota if she asks you to, and especially camping with three toddlers and a dog. It's not cool. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> okay. I have to say in my defense, I really hope that we don't have any listeners in Minnesota because we're <laughs> really annoy them. I don't like living here either. <laughs> I'm stuck here right now because my husband loves his job. Yeah, no, Nicole is not a native Minnesotan at all. So but I'm planning to leave as soon as possible. I just view her as having escaped way before me. That's where I'm at. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, no, there are mosquitoes up the wazoo, obviously, and yeah, a single mom of three toddlers in a camper does not go well with Minnesota nights. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> so, but and all in all, it was again just another great opportunity like I wouldn't I mean change it for those of you air quotes um but it I would do it again like that's how much I still like loved it like every day we got up and our feet hit the ground you know like it was an amazing experience that way and we were outside all the time you know the kids got to go swimming for the first time you know in a lake and like all these different things and stuff I never would have been able to do otherwise you know um so it was just a great great time like you could tell it was really good for all of us um but that was cut short <laughs> because some lady thought she could see through a semi around a corner and t-boned us so 
we ended up in a car accident. Um, I was in the hospital for two days uh, with a lacerated spleen. Thankfully, everything was fine. They let me keep it. I was very thankful for that. Um, Fritz had a broken leg. Um, but that was it. So it could have been much worse. It, I mean, it could have been deadly worse. We were going down a four lane, very busy, close to 40 miles an hour. So it could have been, we crossed traffic when we hit, like all the things. It could have been a huge car pileup, all the things. And so we were very blessed um, for how it turned out. And extremely blessed that it happened in Minnesota because Nicole and David were absolutely amazing and took on my three kids for three days or two days or whatever it was. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was, it was, that was, that was huge that it happened then and not like while we were on the road or something like that would have been horrifying. Absolutely. But, um, yeah. So anyway, we stayed with them for like a week and <laughs> tried to get everything organized. Edgar was lost for four days. He's our dog. And so we had to get him and whatever, some amazing people in Minnesota found him a group. That's what they specialize in. So that, that was really cool. Um, but in getting my dad out there in the process, cause I couldn't lift, I couldn't do anything. So I couldn't hook up the camper. So we had to wait for all that anyway. Um, ended up back, um, with my parents for a while because I couldn't do anything. And, um, now we're, we're here and I'm working again. And, um, that's been a struggle. That's been different. Um, it's been really good for me, um, uh, being a single mom at home 24 seven with three toddlers is not the greatest. It's very lonely. It's very, uh, psychopathic. <laughs> it gets crazy around here. Um, and so it's been really good for me to have that outlet of going to work. And, um, it, it has been great. It's not ideal and it is not the lifestyle I recommend, obviously. And that's been a struggle because I see where it is detrimental to us in some ways. It's detrimental to our health. It's detrimental to us mentally, um, our bonding, all those things. But the benefits right now are definitely outweighing the, the other. And, um, it, it, it's just where we are. And I think that's a huge thing of learning that this year of just like having plans and them not panning out or changing or for whatever reason. And, uh, just being where you are and being in the moment. And like, I'm a huge planner, you know, of, you know, not huge, like Nicole details, but like, you know, I like to know where life's going. I like to know, I like to have certainties in life and I like to have success. I, you know, I like to know, okay, this is the goal. This is what we're going to achieve. And just throwing that out and being like, no, this is what we need today. Today, we need to sit home today. We need to do this, you know? And that's been super huge to just recognize that and calm down and be doing what I need to do every day, but yet have the distractions for being a single parent and stuff too has been great. So so yeah, that was kind of our year and the lessons I learned. And I think it's good too, though, like, like you were saying, the season that I'm in, it's the same for you. It's mm -hmm. the season that you're in, you know, and it's yep. like, like you said, we don't, we don't promote that kind of lifestyle. We don't, mm -hmm. you know, we don't say, oh yeah, like do this. We, we actually do the opposite, like fight against this, you know, stay home with your kids, earth all day, you know, all, all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. But but there are seasons and it's important for our listeners to hear that as well. Like there, there are seasons that you're in, the, the goal is to be moving forward, you know, yeah. and, and I would say that to them as well. Like I would never tell somebody, even though somebody might need to quit their job and go, you know, live in the forest for a while. I would never say quit your job tomorrow and go live in the forest for a while. Like I would, you know, I would say, let's, if this is a goal of yours, let's, 
discuss this on a slow, slow path, you know, and make plans and all of that. Like this isn't, we, we're never going to tell people, um, you know, oh, you've got to go do this. Like there's no other way. This is yeah. the only way that you can live. And, and clearly we're prime examples of that because we're both in yeah. seasons that are nearly the opposite of what we're, what we're encouraging others to do. And, and that I think is the biggest message that we can share is there's grace and mercy, mercy in this lifestyle and in heading in this direction. And we need to be careful to not judge ourselves even more than we don't judge others. Like we need to be careful not to judge ourselves too harshly when, yeah. we, when we fall down. So, yeah. Well, and other things come of it, you know, we, like I had other successes because I had, I, and I believe this, like, because I had the time and space to be alone away from, you know, out and about on the town and whatever, I was able to give some really amazing Christmas gifts this year. It's always been my goal the last couple of years to give experiences instead of just gifts. And I'm, I love to give gifts. So I'm going to give the frivolous, stupid gift just because I gave you a gift, you know? <laughs> and I didn't have that this year. This year I actually had time to think through and got everybody an experience and it felt really good to have everything appreciated. <laughs> she got me a fake tattoo and I'm so yes. excited. <laughs> I get to draw it and then have them make it for me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see it. It's going to be cool. Be I awesome. just have to figure out what I want first. So anyway. Yeah. yeah. For those of you that don't know, Nicole is an amazing artist. So any, like she's actually done artwork for my books and everything too. So yeah, okay. it's amazing. <laughs> I'm excited. Anyway. Yes. But yeah. So, I mean, even in the time, you know, it's a like it's it takes time it's a journey and that's that's why we're here that's why we want to support other parents and women in this journey either raising your kids or trying to have kids because we've been there and we see it's hard and our society does not allow for it our society does not have the proper priorities that we do to live this life and we have to support each other because we all hit these bumps and seasons. And that's why it's super important to have your tribe, to have people in your back pocket. You know, we have our support groups too. You know, Nicole is number one for me. And then I have a whole string of other women, you know, and you have to be building that. You can't, if you're constant, constantly butting heads with your friends or your people who you look up to in opinions and it's not working for your life, it's time to move on. It's time to create those boundaries and find people who are fitting into your life and, and it's working out, you know, obviously all God glorifying. <laughs> if you're wanting to go, you know, rob a bank, that's not a good idea. That's not what I'm encouraging. <laughs> but like, you know, when, when you're trying to class diaper and all, everyone's telling you you're crazy, that's horrible. No, that's not how this works. Reach out to us. We've got people for that. I got thousands of people who cloth diaper in my back pocket to tell me I'm not crazy, you know, mm -hmm. and that's what you got to find. And we'll be your yeah. friend. <laughs> yeah. We'll be your friend. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> that wasn't, wasn't supposed to be a, we'll be your friend kind of conversation, but we will. <laughs> we totally will. We're always open for like-minded people. I think the biggest thing for me is when I go to post something on Facebook and I think, oh crap, this person is going mm -hmm. to hate this post. That's the sign that I need to yep. unfriend them, honestly, and move on. Yep. Um, because I don't need people pulling me back like that. It's too hard in our society. It is too hard. We're already fighting against the grain. It's already easier to sit on the couch and watch Netflix all day. It's already easier to do that than what we're trying to do. 
um, it, it's already hard to go earth. It's already hard to use clean soaps. It's already like, it's already hard to do these things. We don't need our friends and family pulling us down as well. And yeah. it's a journey. I'm not, you know, I read the book Boundaries by Cloud and Townsend uh, in 2013. It, that six years ago, guys, that's six years ago. And I feel like I'm finally to the point where the people in my life are actually supportive of me. So I'm not going to sit here and say, stop talking to your family. Stop talking to all your friends, unfriend everybody that's toxic in your life. Like it's hard. I am not, I'm the last person that's going to say this is an easy journey. It is hard, but it's worth it in the end. And the things that you benefit from are, are amazing. And, and that goes for everything, like from emotion clearing to setting boundaries to eating right to to cutting out toxic chemicals like all the things we talk about on our on our podcast it's hard but it's so worth it on the other end it's so so worth it and i really i i, I don't want it to sound like we sit here and just go oh just do this because we understand like we understand you just worked eight hours and you're just happy to see your family and sit next to your husband and binge watch the office. We get it. We, we really do. Yep. That's easy. And I, I understand that. And, and, and I mean, when I say it's easy, it's the easier path because what you're already doing is hard. You already worked eight hours today. That, that was hard, you know? So I don't want it mm -hmm. to sound like I'm saying like, oh, you got it easy. That's not what I'm saying either. Like you're living <laughs> a hard life already and you've got to almost claw your way out of it. And on the other end, you'll feel so much better that you'll be like, you will literally say to yourself, wow, I should have done this earlier, you know? But I think, I think a really important thing to bring into this as well is Bridget and I aren't where we want to be either. You know, mm -hmm. I, I have weight I want to lose. I still want to have a baby. I'm preventing pregnancy and I want to have a baby, you know? <laughs> um, so it's a journey. And that's, that's the issue is it's a journey. And I mean, I really started down my health journey four years ago now. And I still haven't lost the weight that I've wanted to lose on that health journey. I feel better. I feel amazing. I know my body. I can hear my body talking to me. I have fixed countless issues with my body. Um, my acne is pretty much completely gone, whereas it was a huge issue four years ago. Um, my cycles are much better than what they were four years ago. Even with them being out of whack, they're much better than where they were four years ago. Mm -hmm. And that's just a couple of things to list. But, but I still haven't lost the weight that I wanted to lose. And I know that people look at me sometimes and they're like, you preach about all this healthy stuff and yet you're overweight. Yes, I am because I'm on my own journey too. We're all on our own journeys and it's a constant thing. And you know what? Even if I were to lose the weight, I can guarantee you I would still have something else I'd be working on just because I would look perfect on the outside doesn't mean that I would be done in my journey. And so it's extremely important for us to realize that our bodies live for X amount of years and that's how long this journey lasts for. And we're always moving on to the next thing. So we can't look at it. I'm, I'm preaching more to myself here than probably to anybody else. We can't look at it like a checklist. We can't like, I mean, three months ago, I was drinking a glass of kombucha every single day and two mason jar, quart jars full of water. I was so proud of myself. Then I killed my scoby and I have not really had much kombucha since. And so I could look at that and say, I checked that off my list. I was doing that, right? But it's something we have to check off every single day because obviously I fell out of that habit and it's a goal I have for this next year. But I'm just, I'm throwing that out there for everybody to understand that there are seasons of life and there are phases and there's themes that you go through. And sometimes the theme is gluten and Netflix. 
And sometimes mm -hmm. the theme is earthing and living in a lake. And that's all themes are beautiful and all seasons are beautiful. Mm -hmm. And we have to have to do the best we can and every day make one better decision. Just every day mm -hmm. listen to our body a little bit more. And soon you'll see that line move and you'll see that those seasons get better. You'll see the seasons mm -hmm. of Netflix and gl gluten shortening and the seasons of living in the lake getting longer. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. But be gentle on yourself and on your body because you are dealing with so much. So much. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just love to add to that still too. Like even though we've fallen into these seasons right now where we're taking care of ourselves emotionally, I think that's what it is, you know, that I know that is what it is. Um, we we're still way more than we were even last year. Absolutely. Than we were even three years ago, because those habits are still there. Absolutely. So even though you are being gentle with yourself now, just know that it's it's still going. Like you're still doing all those things you've worked for, you know, and that itself is just beautiful. Like we get so wrapped up in, especially this time of year when everyone's like, here, do this workout, do this diet, blah, 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 you know, accomplish the world January 1st. You know, we don't, we never have goals for the next year. We have goals for January 1st. I think we've talked about that. Yeah. And, um, that that's not the way it works. <laughs> it is a daily thing. Yes. And that's what we need to get back to. Absolutely. And again, I, I know I said this, but listening to our bodies, I, I really can't preach that enough. Um, it, I have had times in my life where I, I think about a cup of coffee and my body's like, oh yeah, that sounds good. Like you actually, yeah, emotionally you need that right now. Yeah. And, and physically we can handle it. Get a cup of coffee. And then there are times I think about a cup of coffee and it's like, no, you, you do not drink that. Do not drink that. Put it down. Walk away. I feel like I'm going to throw up right now. I'm not kidding. And I'm a coffee person. So for my body to be reacting that way says I should not be drinking coffee in those moments. And we can still do self-care in that way and just say, okay, right now I don't need coffee. Right now I need coffee, you know, depending on what your body says. And so the more you listen to your body, the louder she'll get. And it's a beautiful relationship. It's really, really beautiful when she starts talking to you. It me. is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's amazing. And it helps. It helps you accomplish. All of a sudden you start accomplishing things you never thought you would overnight, mm -hmm. even because yeah. of that, just because now you understand. Mm -hmm. It's, it's very cool. It's very the cool. biggest thing I like to encourage my clients to do, um, is, uh, when they, when they're hungry, don't go get something to eat, sit down and think, what am I hungry for? And your body will tell you what, what she needs, like, and then go get whatever it is. You know, if you think of kale, it doesn't matter whether you like the taste of kale or not, go eat kale because that's what your body needs. And eventually you'll start liking kale. <laughs> that's the way it works, believe it or not. But, but don't, don't just go grab whatever's in your fridge, listen to your body and she'll talk to you. And it's, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Yeah. God designed us in a completely amazing way. And I think, and that, that's another thing is your body's not trying to kill you, uh -huh. but your body is designed to live. Like we want to live. We want to thrive. Like, yes, we have a number amount of years on this earth, but we're still created to live. Like we've got to get to that then first, <laughs> you know? And that is one thing that I hate. We've talked about this. I hate about the dieting world. I hate about the exercising world is we fight against our bodies. 
Mm-hmm. And that's so, why, why would God create us to fight against our bodies? It doesn't make sense. Why would he create us to fight against nature? Why would he create us to fight against the very thing he gave us to eat? It makes no sense at all. And, and that's, it's just, you'll hear me say this so many times because it is my biggest pet peeve. Like once you get past that, so many things it's some you know it, it does become easier to eat healthy it does become easier to do all these things because obviously we weren't created with a, a you know a factory in the backyard like that's not of us like that's something we've brought on ourselves you know god did not give us that on day one so how did we live you know Absolutely. and when we're living in a generation where we're the sickest we've ever been we're dying before our parents let's think about this what's going on Absolutely. Yes. We talked about this in our episode, our bodies are not broken and our episodes on fad diets as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I think one of the phrases that I hate the most in di- in the dieting world is, and then you do such and such and that tricks your body. You do not ever want to trick your body. You, we're not forcing our bodies to. Well, it doesn't last. Exactly. It's like taking fake supplements. Sure, you can take fake iron for a day or two, and then guess what? You got constipation. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, your body's not stupid. Right. Your body figures it out. Yep. Oh, yeah. No. Your yeah. body. We waited into part two of all those podcasts. Exactly. Yeah. Like, let's not tack onto that. So, anyway, um, that's what we've been up to. Yeah. <laughs> goals for this next year. And um, yeah, we would, you know, love it if you obviously continue to listen and join us in that journey and continue on your own journey um, and hopefully implement some of the things that we're talking about. If you ever have any questions or um, feedback or anything like that, we would love to hear from any of you in the audience. Our emails are always open. And then we are also now officially as of 2020 listener supported. So if that's something that you would like to support us in, we are more than appreciative of that. Um, we decided to do not commercials. We were contacted by um, Anchor, the podcast system that we go through, and they um, asked us about doing um, commercials because enough people are listening to the the podcast now that it's worth their while to pay us to advertise. And um, we opted to go the listener-supported route, so that way you don't have to sit here and listen to products being advertised that we probably don't agree with anyway. So... <laughs> Yeah. The struggle's real. <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, anyway, just a little blurb there about that. If that's something you're interested in, that's a, a possible thing. So again, we appreciate you listening for the last year and we look forward to a brand new year with you. And we will yeah. see you back in a couple of weeks and next year. Yeah. All right. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. If you'd like to know more about our programs or watch the podcast in video form, you can visit our websites. Where we also share links and resources concerning the different topics that we have discussed. Check me out at www.nicolehegstead.com. And check me out at www.bridgetmay.com. See See you you next time. time.